The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome back to Voice Search Week on the MarTech Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Knit. Knit is a dynamic ad insertion platform that allows you to reach your target audience with podcast ads on premium podcast content like CNN, Bleacher Report, and TMZ. Knit is a self-service platform with no minimum order sizes, so it's easy to test no matter the size of your business or your budget. And you can choose which shows, geographies, and keywords you want to target. I'm a Knit customer and can vouch that it's an easy and cost-efficient way to market your product or service. If you're interested in learning about Knit, click the link in our show notes or go to benjshap.com slash knit, that's K-N-I-T, to book a strategy session and I will personally help you set up your first campaign. That's benjshap.com slash knit, K-N-I-T, to start building your audience with Knit. Bringing podcast advertising to the people, that's Knit. This week, we're doing a deep dive into one of the fastest rising technologies impacting content marketers today, voice search. Each day this week, we're going to publish an episode that discusses what you need to know to build a voice-enabled marketing strategy. Joining us for Voice Search Week is Courtney Cox Wakefield, who is the co-author of Voice Search, the new search engine. Outside of being an author, Courtney is also the head of consumer digital marketing at Children's Hospital, which is one of the top care facilities in the United States. And so far this week, we've talked about the landscape of the voice search industry, how the major players are different and who's going to win. And today we're going to talk about how voice search is impacting SEO and the content marketing industry. Here's the third installment of Voice Search Week with Courtney Cox Wakefield, author of Voice Search, the new search engine. Courtney, welcome back to Voice Search Week on the MarTech Podcast. Thanks, Ben. Thanks for having me. So we're halfway through the week. We've talked about the overall landscape of voice search. We've talked a little bit about who are the biggest players and who's primed to win. I want to focus a little bit more on how voice search is impacting marketers. And specifically, I want to talk about how voice search is impacting SEO and the content industry. How are content creators and content managers embracing or being impacted by the rise of voice search? It's really interesting. There's really two camps of people. There are people who are afraid of this technology and afraid of this switch that are saying Google and these devices are stealing our content and providing it and giving us nothing in return. They're not giving us any traffic. They're not sending people to our websites where we can control the message. 
And I totally empathize with that side. They have some good points. And then there are other people who have just fully embraced this and they've said, those things are true, but we really see the value in leveraging this technology. We think we can use it for influence. So there's really two camps. Each of them have some great points and definitely some things to pay attention to. Rand Fishkin from Moz, who's one of the biggest influencers in SEO, is in the, we need to be wary of this technology camp and the way that Google is using it and the way that other folks are using it. And I definitely really respect Rand and pay attention to his message. I'm in the other camp where I feel like, yes, it's true. There are definitely some things that Google and other engines of voice are doing that are not necessarily the best for our businesses but they are giving us a ton of value in return that we can leverage. So in a lot of cases, it's worth it. I think there's an interesting component of voice search in that everything that we've done in search is very direct response driven. There is an impression, right? There's a query, there is a placement, there is a click, and then you can measure conversions. So SEO and search as a whole, even SEM, search engine marketing, AdWords, All of those things are incredibly data-driven. And with voice search, you're taking this very quantitative industry and you're turning a lot of the use case into an awareness building channel where if I have the top placement in voice search for a specific query, Google, Alexa, Siri, whoever I'm talking to is going to say... The answer to the question, where is the best place to buy a turkey? The response is going to be Butterball Turkey says that you should go to your local Safeway. Well, there's a brand impression for Butterball. It's not necessarily something that is going to drive someone to Butterball.com for a conversion. It still does have value. So to me, there's an interesting shift that's happening right now in the search industry where as voice search rises, People have to think about what the overall awareness that voice search is creating for their brand, even if it is not something that can have direct attribution to a click and a conversion event. Totally agree, Ben. We have become addicted to clicks. If you look at any SEO dashboard or any marketing dashboard, frankly, there is probably a place for clicks and there's probably not a place for brand impressions when it comes to digital. So we've got to shift that. We've got to say, okay, brand impressions have value. How are we going to measure those? How are we going to make sure we know what those brand impressions are for voice? But we've spent a decade selling in clicks to our VPs, to our CMOs, to all the people who are in leadership. So even once we are convinced as frontline marketers and consultants that clicks are not necessarily the only thing that we need to pay attention to, we're going to have to convince our other leadership in these different businesses to buy into that too. And that's going to take a lot of time to unravel because we've spent so much time investing in clicks. I think that's going to be a real challenge, but a challenge that's going to be worth taking because we are going to be able to get that influence built up and thought leadership built up from leveraging voice. I do think over time that this issue will resolve where the way that I think about it is there are product-focused brands which are happy to be in position zero because someone is talking and investigating a product. There's content-focused brands where Google is taking their content and giving it away for free without driving someone to their site. Like the Wikipedias of the world are probably upset about voice search. The JCPenney's of the world are probably not terribly upset because Google is saying JCPenney's answer to this question is go to JCPenney. 
Well, the thing about that though, Ben, is that they're not, what they're doing is driving people to Google shopping or Amazon's driving people to their site. If they have questions about apparel and that is a real challenge. If I were in an e-commerce space, I would be really afraid of these voice search technologies because ultimately Google and Amazon are going to drive people to their products. And if you're not there in their marketplace, you're going to lose. So yeah, I'm in the content business. I don't sell apparel. I don't sell in e-commerce. So to me, it's not as big of a challenge, but definitely some of the folks that are in that wary camp, that's one of the things that they bring up. And I think it's a very valid point. So you were on another podcast that I host called The Voices of Search, which talks specifically about the SEO industry. It's a podcast that's sponsored by one of these shows' sponsors, Search Metrics. And on that show, we did an entire month on voice search. And one of the things that I took away from that conversation is that voice search, because it's relatively nascent in its utility, you know, it's a question and a single answer right now. My guess is that the conversation you'll have with your connected devices will begin to become longer, where it won't be, tell me where I can go get a woven shirt in size large, and Google or Alexa or Siri will say, go to JCPenney. It will be, you can get this shirt from JCPenney, would you like to have it punted to your smartphone or would you like it with stripes or with checkers? And you'll get more follow-up questions that will filter your responses and eventually get down to a conversion event that can be tracked. I do think that that user experience is probably five years away till it's honed. But right now, everything is very awareness built because you're just giving away content and answers as opposed to driving people into the conversion funnel that is voice-based. Yeah, I think that's totally true, Ben. And you're already seeing with some of the things that Google is adding in on the actual search and results page. So not for voice, but on the page itself where they're adding in these like filters. So it's Thanksgiving time. If you search green bean casserole recipe, they will serve you a recipe in that answer box, which would be then used for voice. But they also underneath that, and a lot of cases will put different categories. So they show up as these little bubbles, like at the very bottom of that result, where it might say vegan, and then gluten-free, and then easy, or five minutes, or 30 minutes. And it's a way to filter down to those more specific searches And eventually, hopefully it will know, Courtney and Hollis are vegan. I'm going to provide them a more specific search immediately to vegan and let them drill to these others if they want. But they're already sort of building that back in to provide that longer conversation or even just a more personalized, more direct result for the person that's actually doing the search. So I think you're on the right track. And it seems like Google is giving us all the signals that that's the direction they're going to move in. Time for a one minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. 
Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Going back to the impact on the SEO and content industry, how big is voice search as a relative comparison to the overall SEO industry? And and what's the pace at which it's growing? How much do marketers need to really pay attention here? So let's talk about that pace question first. And it's a little bit difficult to answer specifically just for search. But if you think about the adoption of the technology as a whole, it reached 50% adoption in less than five years. That's faster than any other technology that came before, faster than radio, TV, internet, even mobile devices, that 50% of people had some sort of voice-enabled device in their home. That's huge adoption levels, and it's very fast acceleration. So if you think about how long it took us to get on board with mobile and get everything mobile responsive and make sure that things are mobile-friendly, it took too long for something that is being adopted in five years. It took more than five years for us to do that. So we as an industry are going to have to adopt voice faster than we were willing to adopt mobile, or we're going to miss out because we just have this huge opportunity where over half of people have these things in their homes now. There's a lot of folks doing research on this to try to figure out how much is actually search and how much is just people using it as smart home and other uses for voice first devices. Comscore is predicting that 50% of all searches will happen via voice by 2020. And then you've got Gartner, who has predicted that 30% of all searches will be done via a screenless device by 2020. So that means that three-fifths of all voice devices will be done by a screenless device. So you're talking like an Amazon Alexa or something that doesn't have a screen. So that's kind of an insight into how quickly we need to move Essentially, in a month, we will have one year before those stats should be coming true. And every day, it will be more and more searches that are done via voice. So we don't have any time to start leveraging this technology. We really need to be doing it now. I think that if you don't have a voice strategy and you're in a content business, Courtney's point is you need to start thinking about this. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Courtney Cox Wakefield, author of Voice Search, the new search engine, for joining us. If you'd like more of Courtney's tips to building a great voice search-enabled marketing strategy, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we'll be discussing how you can create a voice-enabled marketing strategy that works. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Courtney and her book, go to voicesearchbook.com. A special thanks to Knit for sponsoring this podcast. If you're interested in testing podcast advertising as a marketing channel, click the link in our show notes or go to benjshap.com slash knit, that's K-N-I-T, to book a strategy session with me where I'll personally help you set up your first knit campaign. If you're a subscriber to the MarTech Podcast, 
Thank you for being a member of our community. We always want to hear from you. So we built benjshap.com slash question where you can submit your questions, which we'll answer live on the show. Of course, you can always reach out via social media. My personal handle is benjshap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And you can find me on LinkedIn and on Twitter. If you haven't subscribed yet and you want a weekly stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, in addition to the rest of Voice Search Week, we've got great episodes lined up for the rest of the month. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. Okay, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.